We go through our lives not exactly being the people we want to be. Instead, we become a figment of what others want us to be. And that's got to stop. Welcome to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with your host, Marja. Realize the gifts and capacities that are within you and start living the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's Marja. Welcome. It's so great having you all here today. You're listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjarr.com or contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. Most of us move forward in our lives by choosing by default based on what others have told us or that we have bought into. We actually limit our choices by what others tell us instead of asking if there's another way to do something. Oftentimes, we just go along because a teacher, our family, somebody has told us it would be a good idea for us to do, and we don't even check in to see if that's the choice we want to do. So I invite you to look at where have you allowed your choices to be limited based on others in your life's points of views. And again, it can be teachers, it can be friends, it can be society, and it can definitely be family. I know there's been so many times in my life that I have gotten really super excited about a possibility or an opportunity that I shared with a family or friend, and they actually gave me feedback that stopped me from moving forward and stopped me from following through on that place, that that opportunity and that possibility. So I didn't end up choosing it for no other reason than somebody else. I allowed somebody else's opinion and point of view to matter over mine. And I had to step into agreement with them that maybe it really wasn't a good choice for me. So we also get stuck in either or thinking instead of the possibility that sometimes we can choose both choices or sometimes there's actually more than two choices. Where have you decided that you only had an either or choice and did not look at whether or not you could do both. At one time in my life, I was quitting a job to once again go back to college because I thought I had either or, that I couldn't do both. However, one of the people at where I worked said, well, what about if we rearranged your schedule so you could go to school and still work? I hadn't even thought of that possibility. I hadn't even asked for that possibility at the time, or I didn't think I had asked for that possibility, but it was a perfect thing to show up in my life. In our society, we are often taught that we have only one choice or limited choices. In fact, in movies and television shows, you will often hear characters say over and over, I have or I had no choice. Is that really true? In reality, we can 
always keep looking for other choices and make room for something else to show up. Another thing that we find ourselves stuck in when we are making choices is that we have to make a right choice when in actuality, what is the right choice? And whose definition of right are you using? I just recently had a conversation with a friend of mine and I was very surprised during this conversation to find out how much he had judged himself wrong for decisions he had made the last few years. And I invited him to look at a different possibility, such as what if they really weren't wrong decisions, they just showed up, the results of those decisions just showed up in a way you weren't expecting. And did you learn something from it or did it pave the way for you to have new and different possibilities show up that you wouldn't have had without making those decisions. I'm hoping that he really gave some thought to this because in actuality, I think a lot of things in his life are going very, very well. And who knows how much of a impact those places where he judged himself wrong for the choices he made really had on helping him get to where he is right now. I would venture to guess it would be a lot. So where have you made yourself wrong in your choices that maybe they actually were the right choice at the time? I also, in this discussion, I talked to him about the book, The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is always do your best. And it's based on that As long as you agree with yourself that in the moment you're always going to do your best, you can let it go because your best can change. Your best today is different than your best was yesterday because maybe you didn't feel very good yesterday and maybe you feel really good today or maybe you learned something from yesterday to today that helps your best be better. So I really invite you if you've never read it, to read the book, The Four Agreements. It's a very powerful book, and it's got a lot of insight and help for people. Also, in the first show, I talked about making choices based on if it feels heavy or light. And basically, it's when you make a choice, check the energy behind it. Does it feel like it's pulling you towards the choice, Or does it feel like it's just not going to be much fun? I had a friend discuss with me a couple of weeks ago who was, she was deciding that she really had an issue with procrastination. So I basically asked her, is that really true? And she said, well, yeah. I said, well, what are you procrastinating about? She says, "Uh, cleaning my house. Now, this lady is a multi-talented massage therapist. She works with all sorts of other modalities. She's a mom. She's got a lot of things on her plate that are really challenges, challenges to her, and she loves doing. So I asked her to step into the feeling of when she was thinking about cleaning her house, how did she feel? And she said, oh, I said, when you clean your house, you're actually taking your energy away from the things you love. And she says, yeah, it really feels like a chore. 
So I invited her to challenge her assumption that she couldn't afford to hire somebody to help her with her house or that she was supposed to do it herself and to check in to to hiring somebody to come in and clean her house so that she could be freed up and her energy could be better spent on checking in with doing what she really wanted instead of not choosing that. That's the problem is when we choose something that's heavy for us, is it actually takes way more energy than we would like to spend on it. When you choose something that's light for you, it's like it's easy as a breeze. It's just so easy. You step right into it. It just goes smoothly and you come out the other side and you still have energy. When it's heavy for you, it actually drains your energy. And another way of checking in with your choices is check in with your knowingness is another explanation for the lightness in a sense, or it can be a little different feeling. But do you know those times in your life when you just know that something will work out for you? What if that could happen more often? It really is like exercising a muscle. The more you use it, the more you will recognize it. When you start to choose to follow your awareness, your knowingness, what the likeness of everything, it will help you move forward in your life and you'll start to recognize what it feels for you. I know in discussions with different people, we don't always get quite the same feeling. So to describe how it feels to me might make you make yourself wrong if you feel it a little differently. Really check in to how does it respond? How does it feel to you when it's something that's really a right choice for you? I know oftentimes, too, if it's the right choice for you, it can bring up an excitement for you, and you can really look forward to it. Know that that is a choice for you to make in that moment. It's showing up in that lighter form, the more joyful form. It's just a great choice for you. So... And it looks like we're coming up on a break. So I'll see you in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's time to eradicate barriers that are holding you back in your relationships and your life. Start by embracing the concept of laughing loudly and loving deeply. Coincidentally, that's the name of a highly anticipated new show featuring host Dr. Faith Brown. She'll talk with life experts or life spurts in order to help you develop your own vision plan for better relationships and experiencing the ultimate enjoyment in life. Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Look among the stars, 
inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. And I really do invite any of you that would like to call in to please call in with any questions you might have. I do enjoy talking to people live. Now, in this segment of the show, we're going to be discussing possible resistance that you may put in your own way or that you may receive from others. When you start to make different choices in your life and you start to make choices that's going to shake up what kind of the status quo and it can be the status quo in your own life but it can also be the status quo in your family's and friends life because they're used to you being a certain way there will be resistance we'll get into it a little bit more um, as we go along but basically it's because everybody's so comfortable including yourself to stay with what you know or they know than to step into something different. Stepping into something different requires taking a risk. And there are many people, uh, maybe even including you, and I know sometimes including me, that is really not what they want to do is take a risk. It's kind of like, well, why can't I just stay with this because I know what it is, instead of taking a risk, even though the rewards can be 10 times more. This is the reason that a lot of people stay in jobs or in relationships 
that aren't working for them because they fear the unknown. They fear that if they choose something different, it will not work out. In referencing my friend in the last segment who had judged himself wrong for decisions, that's also what people fear is what if I make the wrong decision? What if everything I do around this is wrong? Instead of asking themselves, what if I make the right decision? What if this decision can move me forward in a way that I want to move? And the people in your life, I know this has been true in my life, and it even includes myself sometimes with myself, try to keep everything the same. They really don't want change. It's like when you discuss something with somebody, say you're at work and you're discussing with this coworker that you're really not enjoying your job anymore and that you're thinking about quitting and moving on to something else. Oftentimes, even if that coworker is not happy in their job also, they will try to tell you all the reasons why you should stay. Mostly because that's what they're telling themselves. And in the process of moving forward, letting go becomes an issue. In the 90s, when I was going to school, I was assigned to read a book in abnormal psychology and literature called The Things They Carried. In this book, it starts out with foot soldiers in Vietnam, and it talks about their packs and how they made very, very careful decisions based on even if it weighed an ounce so that their pack would not be more than the weight that they could carry. So they really had to look at what they were carrying forward. The book has a whole bunch of other metaphors and and everything in it, and it was a very impactful book for me. But one of the things that I took away from there is that how much baggage are we carrying around that's excess that we don't even realize we could let go of. We don't examine that we're carrying the weight of something that if we just let it go, it would make it possible to pick something else up. It's holding on to the familiar is maybe weighing 300 pounds. So you really don't have room in your pack, so to speak, to pick up five more pounds of something that could create something different for you unless you let go of some of the weight in your pack and really examine, do you need to carry that forward? It is a risk. I will say this when you are choosing something different. That is why you need to check in. You can gather all the facts in the world about your new choice. However, you still need to check in, does it feel heavy or light? Does it feel like something that would create more joy in your life? Will it create more in your life? Will it be a contribution? That's another question that I like. Will this be a contribution to my life? 
And you can also add to it, will this be a contribution to myself and others in my life? One of the ways you can realize that you're not letting go is when you are looking and feeling like you are really holding on tight to keep everything the same. If you keep yourself, find yourself in the pattern of what if I make the wrong choice? What if what's on the other side of this is worse than I am here? It's it's amazing how much we make ourselves wrong ahead of time instead of realizing it's just a choice for the moment and maybe it's time for something new and different in your life, especially if things aren't really working the way that you want them to anyway. It's like taking getting out of a bad relationship and taking a risk that your life will go a lot better with a re- without a relationship because what you're having now is not feeling good to you. You may think you need to stay in the relationship for various reasons, but really look at those reasons. Is this really true or are you making an assumption or has somebody convinced you that a bad relationship is better than moving on or going without a relationship? So, and definitely, when you start making changes in your life and making different choices, people will have a tendency around you to be extremely negative with with you. They, It's amazing how it seems like every time you mention something to certain people or like somebody says... For example, I remember at work one time when somebody was pregnant and somebody asked her how far along she was and then everybody started telling her what to worry about instead of what to celebrate with that that pregnancy. This happens any time that you're introducing something new. Like in a sense, she was introducing something new as she was pregnant and that was going to change her life. So people are very, very helpful oftentimes. Because they're so willing to tell you why things won't work rather than help you discover what will work. So one of the things to consider is be very selective about who you talk to. I know there's people in my life from my family on that when I have talked to them about new and exciting possibilities to me, they've always attempted to tell me why it wouldn't work for various reasons. When I'm starting something new and I'm doing something different, I no longer choose to speak to those people. If I'm going to run up by anybody, if I'm going to do something, it's somebody that I see is also choosing to make their life more and greater and is willing to be supportive and give me tips on how to make the choice an even better choice for me rather than try to tell me why it won't work. You, it's amazing how you can not ever stop and ask, is this person a contribution to me? Am I a contribution to them? It's a very important question to ask before you start basing your decisions on their reactions 
and what they're willing to step into. Resistance also comes on a personal level uh, in the form of fear. Anytime that it's really fearful for you, when you think of that choice, I want you to stop in that moment and ask yourself, am I feeling fear or am I feeling excitement? They often can feel the same way. Also, if you really do identify it as fear, is that just something to distract you from moving forward or to distract you from not seeing what's really there? Fear is an amazing distraction. I know that when I am experiencing fear, all I see is the fear. I no longer am seeing choices. And it also keeps me frozen and not moving forward. I see this with other people all the time with that. Another way that you can not buy into the negativity from yourself and others is when you experience a fear, if it's really fair, tell yourself it's an interesting point of view. And also, when other people want to share their negativity with you, especially about choices you're making in your life, you can say it in your head, interesting point of view they have, or you can just invite them to know that it's an interesting point of of view and that you are choosing to move forward anyway. Oftentimes, people get so stuck into the fact that they're not moving forward, that when they see you moving forward, it pushes them to choose something different. And that's a lot of the reason why you will experience the negativity from people and loved ones. They think they're being kind to you, when really what it is, is it's bringing up their own insecurities about choosing something different in their lives. I invite you to really look at the possibility that if you go ahead and choose it, uh, that you're lighting the way maybe for some of your family and friends. When in times in my life, there has been certain friends I didn't talk to about new possibilities. However, as they watch me choose something different and it all worked out for me, they decided to start making different choices and they changed their lives also. And it looks like we're coming up on a break. I'll see you on the other side of two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How do you define work? 
Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. As you move along this path of choosing something different and resistance comes up, whether it's from yourself or others, just realize it is going to happen. Acknowledge it. And also, there are so many different tools to help you switch your energy and your resistance. Start to ask questions about who or what can show up to help you. Remember, in when I've referred to questions earlier in other segments, It's not to answer the question. It's not to even think you have the right answer, which is kind of difficult as we're taught in our society that we need to have the right answer. The purpose of a question, as Access Consciousness teaches it, is to allow the energy to show up as something that could be far greater than what your answer would be. by leaving it open-ended and seeing what will show up is a really good way of really seeing what else is possible out there because we really do live in, in a universe of choice and possibilities. However, we bought into other people's limited reality that we don't, that we only have so much, that everything is finite. Ask yourself, is that really true? The other thing that you really need to do as you start start along a path to creating a different life and a more rewarding life for yourself is be willing to receive others' judgments of your new choices. People always have judgments. And they may or may not apply in your case. And not only are they an interesting point of view, it's also something that belongs to them. And until you buy it, until you make it yours, it's easy to shift. However, there's so many things in our life that we have bought, we have made made it ours, or when we also push back against them and say, I won't receive that, 
it actually creates more judgment on both of your parts. I would invite you to be willing to, instead of judgment, to be an allowance, to be an allowance. That's something they talk about in access consciousness also. To be an allowance just means you let it flow through you and around you. One of the things I heard Dane Hare say once on a recording was that for every judgment you receive, you'll make $5,000 more a year. So what if that was true for you? What if you would make more money by receiving judgments? It's a great way of stepping into more and better. And it gives you a different point of view. So when you when you step into it, when you receive judgment, play with the possibility that when you're willing to receive it, you will make more money. Doesn't that put a different spin on being receptive to receiving other people's points of view? It means you don't you don't defend it. You do what you can to release your energy around that instinctive pushback or defending yourself. Most of us get into that mode when somebody tries to make us wrong. We think we have to go into defense. What if at that moment you could just step into receiving and say thank you? That will stop that person further judgment because they don't know what to do with that. They don't know what to do when somebody doesn't push back. In fact, oftentimes when people are judging you or telling you that you are wrong in something, they're doing it because they want that fight. They want that pushback. If you stand there in allowance and receive it, there is no pushback. Uh, An example of this to some degree is in resonance repatterning, when I was taking the training, one of the things we learned was that the hands are the sub-chakra to the heart, the palms. And the teacher told us a story about how she was getting gas late at night. And these guys started to approach her and she could tell their intent was not good. She had the presence of mind to stand there, open up her palms towards them, and just be willing to be in that space. And they went away. So instead of fighting back, instead of running away, instead of doing all that, she actually opened up to receiving. I thought... That was a very interesting story. So anytime when you're receiving judgment or you're with a family member and it's starting to escalate into a fight, one of the things you can do is open the palms of your hands as you're talking to them because that can help invite a different energy and a different space into what is going on. Other tools that can use you, that can help you in moving forward is I invite you to look at YouTube videos, anything you can find on Access Consciousness. On the web, there are a ton of different videos. 
there's, I know Dane, Dr. Dane Hare does one on interesting point of view and probably more than one on that to help you really to know how to play with that idea, how to step into that idea so that you're not buying other people's judgments, including your own. Because we all have judgments of ourselves like, oh, well, I can't do that. Okay, that's just an interesting point of view. Is that really true? Another thing that, that you can use and that you can work with that you can find online is emotional freedom technique, which you you can do yourself. And there's also some amazing practitioners out there. There, We live in a time when there are so many free tools online to help us shift our energy that to not take advantage of them is kind of crazy in my worldview. I know that there's a lot more out there than those two. Emotional freedom technique is also referred to as EFT. I know that it can help help you in the moment to shift your energy or your resistance to something. And it's a tool that if you learn, it's It's a really great self-help tool. In the Access Consciousness, some of the things they will share with you, you can turn into tools for yourself that you can work with at all times. So another way to work with this is the process, once again, that I work with, resonance repatterning, can help you shift your energy and to be in a space more where you choose to be. Uh, It's a process that can change in one session resistance if it comes up that your system is willing to go there. Your system is your body, mind, and spirit. So it's based on checking in with your system to see what you're willing to release. And of course, There's other modalities like theta healing, there's neuro-linguistic programming, there's hypnotherapy, there is just so many things that you can choose out there, as well as traditional therapy. As long as you really choose a therapist that works for you and that really loves their job, I'm beginning to realize the more that I work with people, that when you're choosing somebody to work with you, an important criteria is whether or not they truly love what they're doing, whether or not they have a passion for that. I work with several therapists that definitely have a passion for learning new things, for helping their clients, for helping themselves. That's another really good thing to look at in a therapist or actually anybody that you're choosing to work for with is, are they doing their own work? Are they willing to confront their own issues? Are they willing to choose something different for themselves? Because if they're not, they're kind of stuck. And how can they help you move forward if they are stuck themselves? So those are some questions you can ask from when you get a referral from someone. 
or when you actually talk to a practitioner of any of the modalities that you might choose is are they using tools for themselves? Are they doing things to improve their life on a constant basis? Because believe it or not, some people that are working in these fields really don't do that. Although I must say the majority of the people I come in contact with are always working on their own issues. And they're always confronting. They're realizing that we're all a work in progress. I don't care how much knowledge you have or don't have. Cut yourself a break because you are a work in progress. It goes back to the book, The Four Agreements, and always do your best. Make a decision that each day, throughout the day, you will always do the best you can that day. And realize that your best changes. And I would invite you to step out of judgment of where you've made yourself wrong because today you would make a different choice than you would of yesterday. That is one of the powers of really thinking about that and really making the agreement of always do your best. Because as long as you know that you did your best in the moment, what is there to judge? Of course, if you do judge it, be willing to receive the judgment and ask how you can change it and how you can step more into receiving. And it looks like we're coming up on break. See you on the other side of two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. How is your relationship with your partner? Could you be closer and more connected? Though many stressors that impact couples may be unavoidable, being able to navigate whatever comes your way can make all the difference in the level of happiness in your partnership. To stay close and connected to your partner, you'll want to check out Coupled Up with hosts Karen Collins Achetti and Max Achetti. Broadcasting live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you tired of strained relationships that don't work? We all have at least one, a family member, friend, or coworker we struggle to understand and deal with. Now you can improve those relationships fast with simple tools and skills. Tune into Relationship Radio with Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. You'll learn how to have a better marriage, improve communication with your kids, and reduce stress at work. Listen live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. 
It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. To recap some of the things that have been discussed in this show today... I would like to start with reminding you again of ways to identify when you're choosing for yourself instead of others. And also, one of the things I would like to bring up is some people, when they get stuck and they don't make a choice, don't realize that they're actually making a choice in that moment. So what choice would you like to make today that could actually help you move towards a more rewarding life? One of the tools that I use and I really like that comes from Access Consciousness is does it feel heavy or light? Heavy is that feeling of, oh, I really don't want to do that. Or you just know ahead of time that you're exhausted about even thinking about doing that. We have been taught in our society a lot that we're supposed to choose the heavy thing because that's just what people do. It's an amazing point of view that I would invite you to step out of and actually choose what feels light to you? What feels like, oh, that catches my attention. That looks much better, even if it doesn't make logical sense that it is the better choice, check in with whether it feels heavy or light. Another thing to do is to always challenge your assumptions or others. Whenever you hear yourself say, I can't do that, or I'm not good enough to do that, or any of those types of things in your head, try and take a minute and ask, is that really true? Or is that just an assumption that you made? And and try and take a step back and see if it is something you could do 
or if it's something that with the assistance of somebody else that you would be able to do. So often we're just so used to those automatic thoughts in our heads, those automatic defaults as far as assumptions go. And maybe something was true two years ago and it didn't work for you two years ago or wouldn't work for you then, but it will now because that's also an assumption we make. We make that if it wouldn't work before, it's not going to work now. Well, I invite you to look at a different possibility when you challenge this assumption that it wouldn't work two years ago because you didn't know some of the things you know now or you weren't in a space to take advantage of it. It's kind of a fun concept to play with and helps you really look at different things. We all make, we go throughout our days all the time making assumptions. Wherever you realize that you're making an assumption or it's a default, an assumption also comes about when we really don't have the information for it. It's like when people assume they can't pay somebody for their services and they have no idea what that person even charges. So how do they know they can't pay for the services? Unless they ask, unless they say, something they may be surprised that the person has something that to offer them that fits into their budget but as long as they make the assumption that they can't afford it then it's not going to happen or they also might be surprised when they make the assumption that they can't afford it, that if they ask questions or talk to the person, that there might be something they could do for that person that that person values and more so than receiving money from you. So really work at looking, Not it doesn't have to be work, work's the wrong word. Really pay attention to those areas where you just have an automatic assumption about something and you really don't have the facts to back it up. Okay. And whenever you ask questions like what else is possible or what else could show up for me to choose from, really work on Ah, again, I'm using the word work. <laughs> I don't know why that's becoming in my vocabulary. Because really, when you choose for you, it's ease, easy. Maybe it's to draw my attention to the areas where I'm still trying to make things be work instead of with ease. But when you ask questions, just put it out there. Put it out to as if you're asking the universe to show you. When we answer a question, we limit it. And when we ask an open-ended question, things can show up greater than what we expect. Also, realize that as you go along in creating a more rewarding life for yourself or choosing a more rewarding life for yourself, that you real will require some assistance. Sometimes that can be in the form of therapy. Sometimes that can be in the form of working with different practitioners of different modalities that can help you get over a bump in the road or see yourself around going through a fence or what you thought was a fence. So you don't 
have to do this all by yourself. There are people that can help you. There's modalities that can help you. You just have to start choosing and looking for new possibilities. Where have you limited the possibilities that are available to you? And can you go and look and see if more things are possible? As you're, as you're stepping into viewing life more from choosing choosing things and possibilities, you will be, start to become aware of so much more than your limited reality ever let you be before. So, and realize there'll be a part of you that really won't want to step into something new because something new requires a risk and could create fear. You can acknowledge the fear or... It could also be excitement, but you can acknowledge it and then choose to do it anyway and see what happens. The important thing is you keep choosing to move forward. Ask yourself, what will, what will get me to where I want to be in a year? What choice can I make today that will help me have a more rewarding life? Or you can phrase the question however you want, but remember to leave it unanswered and leave it open-ended. That's the most important part of it because things show up as if by magic. And I want to thank you all for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being today. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjarr.com. Contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. And I hope to see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. Please join your host, Marja, again next Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, start to live the life that you've always deserved to live.